car shot with your tongue. Are you telling me you go to the Get away from her, you bitch! Well, let me finish the three. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Sunday Podcast version 2.0. I'm your host, David S. Dawson, and we are sitting down with two of my delightful nephews to discuss Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. I'm going to have a podcast a little bit later on with uh, Teresa, Mike, and Jordan about this movie. Uh, we will be doing a weekly review of the Star Wars uh, Skywalker Saga films. Uh, between here and the release of Rise of Skywalker. So it's going to be a a fun uh, series of podcasts that we're going to be doing weekly. We're starting off with The Phantom Menace, and I thought, gee, you know, The Phantom Menace is like the only Star Wars movie to really have children in it. And so I thought this would be a great opportunity to get a couple of my nephews on to talk about what they think of The Phantom Menace from a child's perspective. And I wanted to do it with them without Jordan Jacobo on or Teresa or Mike, uh, so that the two of them could just kind of uh, speak freely uh, and tell us their their true thoughts without being uh, tainted by too many other grown-up fans on the mic. So to start it off, uh, let me introduce them to you. Aiden Timothy Davis is my second nephew, and uh, he just started high school. Aiden, welcome to the podcast. Welcome. I'm super happy to be on here again. It's been so long. Yeah, you were on a few episodes of the original run of Sci-Fi Sunday, and yep. uh, this is your first time with us since we relaunched with version 2.0, so welcome back. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And actually, you were younger than Sean, I believe, the last time you did this. Sean Murphy-William Davis joins us as well. Hi, Sean. And Sean is nine. He'll be 10 in February, but the Skywalker saga will close out before he even reaches 10 years old. So he is right in the target demographic for a lot of this. He's a young boy who is uh, kind of excited about stuff. How are you doing, Sean? Good. Good. Tired. (laughs) So Sean and I actually spent the day yesterday palling around Disneyland together and, and we went to Galaxy's Edge, spent the day doing some Star Wars stuff. Huh, Sean? Mm-hmm. Too bad we didn't ride Smuggler's Run. No, but we did not like, get onto Smuggler's Run, but we've ridden it before, so it's not too yeah. big a deal. It was like oh, like over 65 minutes. <laughs> so, um, and Aiden, you, you've been to Galaxy's Edge as well, right? Yes, I have one time back, um, I believe, September 2nd of this year. Okay, that's very uh, specific. <laughs> um, <laughs> What, is, what do you guys think of Galaxy's Edge? Before we get into Star Wars movies, uh, what do you guys think of the experience of getting to like visit a Star Wars land like that at Disneyland? Well, it really shows you how gritty the Star Wars universe is, like how, like, how like, the movies per, like, perspected it to be viewed like, you know? Like a rundown universe, like the, how the original trilogy showed us 
Like, and it felt real. Sean? It felt very convincing. Wow. I, I don't know what to say. It's just like, it's amazing. There's yeah. so much stuff to do. So, uh, Sean and I went yesterday, and like you said, we didn't ride uh, Smuggler's Run, but we spent the whole day uh, doing all the little uh, hacker tasks, right? Like with the yeah. Disney Play app, we can walk around the land and like hack all the door uh, mechanisms and scan all the crates and stuff that are laying around the spaceport, huh, Sean? Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun. It's a neat, neat thing because you become part of the story that way, isn't it? Yeah, it sure does. So, okay, cool. There's just a lot to do there that people don't really realize. Mm-hmm. But um, going into the film, uh, Aiden, let's start with you because you you grow you you grew up always knowing these movies as Star Wars movies. Unlike myself, the, these movies didn't exist until I was already an adult. Um, what is your first memory of watching The Phantom Menace? Well, I have a very faint memory of uh, like the old 2001 DVD being played in my old old apartment when I was like, what, three years old? Because Michael used to watch the movies nonstop, my older brother. Yeah, and you didn't care for Star Wars when you were real little. Oh, yeah, I hated it. I am crying. <laughs> so uh you love star wars now you're one of the biggest star wars fans i i know um so what do you think of the film now looking back at it as a as a teenager uh i think it's pretty in the middle you know i think it brought new technology that hadn't previously existed before like George Lucas took a lot of risks, risks with ILM and Skywalker Sound and all his companies together, and uh, you know, it he took us to new locations in the Star Wars universe that we hadn't previously previously seen before. Like, and I like that part about it is that it took risks, but the other part is that you know it's not really good <laughs> of a film. Because uh, very dull acting, it just gets boring by like like near the end of the movie, and then it just you know raises back up till towards the end. Gotcha. So it drags in the middle. Yeah, basically. John, mm-hmm. you just watched it this afternoon, and you told me that uh, you hadn't really seen it since you were a baby, actually. So you know, how was it watching it today? What did you think of the film? Uh. It was not bad. I a lot of people might hate me, but I don't like Jar Jar Binks at all. I know a lot of people don't like Jar Jar Binks. That's not <laughs> so. That's, <laughs> that's not just you. That's been a big thing for a long time. Oh yes, uh, it has. What about Jar Jar bothers you, Sean? Everything. <laughs> Everything. Everything. You just find him you annoying? Yes. Yeah. You don't like how he looks like a duck? Yes. <laughs> but I did find you laughing a few times at him, Sean. Yeah. Do you think that's kind of the point of him, though, is to add humor to the Star Wars universe? I guess, but 
but it didn't really work well. Mm. So like, for you, for you, it was the wrong kind of humor. Like barely, I actually laughed. <laughs> well, what were the things that you liked about the movie, Sean? Hmm. I liked the pod racing scene. Yeah. That was cool. Just like the intensity in action is like is cool. It's, it's pod racing. It's fast. It's nonstop. It just keeps going, right? It just goes and on and on and on. So, Sean, you're nine, and Anakin in that movie is like nine years old. How does that make you feel to see a kid in one of the major roles in Star Wars? That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Does it make it easier for you to imagine yourself in those situations? Can you, like, close your eyes and picture yourself in doing what Anakin's doing since he's a kid? Yeah. I picture myself that I could probably do that if, uh, you know, that actually existed. Cool. I'd picture myself doing that. Yeah. Okay. That's nice. What about you, Aiden, when you were a little bit younger? Did you like that Anakin was your age? Uh, I didn't really know how to feel like, you know, back then I was on the ride, like the train ride of, uh, the prequels suck, but now since the era has passed and then there's a new level of hate going on. I I think you know this, but yeah, it's kind uh, of funny, Aiden. Actually, that's a really interesting point. You grew up with this as, as kind of the star Wars of, the generation that you're a part of, but you're young enough that it was already done with its theatrical run and was out on video and people were speaking very poorly of these movies quite a bit uh, during the time up until The Force Awakens came out. So you grew up with a lot of people saying negative things about Star Wars. Do you think that's part of why you didn't like it early on? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think so. Like a little bit of that has to do with it, and other fact is that Michael was knowing the hell out of me with like singing it all the damn time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah older brother liked yeah. it, so you didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, when did you start finding yourself liking it, Aiden? Well, uh, it was all the way to the last Jedi controversy that I started looking at the previous films that had gotten like, like really negative things put towards them. And I wanted to appreciate them because now they were all of a sudden being loved, which I found really surprising. So I wanted to look at them now, like not totally biased in just as movies. Okay, that's really interesting because I found uh, up until The Force Awakens came out, everybody really enjoyed bad-mouthing the prequel trilogy, uh, especially Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, uh, Revenge of the Sith a little bit less so. But Phantom Menace is sure people people really didn't like uh, Jake Lloyd. They didn't like Jar Jar Binks. um, And they spent a lot of time... Uh, bad mouthing it, 
Um, so you grew up with that bad mouthing, uh, but that yeah. seems to have stopped now that mm-hmm. people have found something else to dislike. <laughs> yep. Kind of shows how, how petty people can be, right? I guess so. Uh, I've never heard people speak so highly of the prequels as I have in the last like year and a half. No, it's, it's a very interesting change. Yeah, even very when they were new, change. there were a lot of people who spoke very poorly of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and now a lot of that, a lot of that's dissipated. People, people like, I wish we could do the prequels again, and George Lucas would come back. And for the last like mm-hmm. fifteen years, everybody's been saying, "Oh, George Lucas was a hack. <laughs> Keep him away from Star Wars." Yeah, it's it's a very it was very interesting change. Like, like the. Star Wars I knew when I was like nine years old isn't the Star Wars I know now. It's interesting. So it changes as you as you grow and your own personal experiences change, right? Yeah, that is exactly right. So thinking back on The Phantom Menace now, Aiden, uh, what is it about the film that you like? I mean, outside of like, oh, technical risks that George Lucas made, like, are there parts of the story that you like? Are there parts of the of the like planets that you like, like what, what about the movie worked for you? Uh, well, I, this might sound, well, it's technical story wise. Um, I don't know. Cause a lot of it doesn't really make like a lot of sense. A lot of it's confusing. Like a lot of plot holes are in it. Uh, I don't, I don't really know. There's also not really a main character. If you could say it is kind of a big ensemble piece. Uh huh. Yeah. It's very odd. And And with the prequel trilogy, you would, you would say that Anakin and Obi-Wan are probably arguably the two main characters, Mm -hmm. but this movie spends actually very little time with Obi-Wan. Yeah. Um, He does have the badass lightsaber duel at the end. (laughs) That that was Um, a good part. And uh, and not a whole lot of time with Anakin, really. I mean, and the mm-hmm. time that you do spend with him mostly is while he's pod racing or that, flying. That a ship. is true. I guess you could say the main character is Qui Gon. Yeah. And like the main villain of the story, uh, Darth Maul. I guess uh, it's only in the movie for like five minutes, and then yeah. he dies very confusing that's the main problem they actually have with the movies the story it's just all over the place well do you think that's part of the point though uh it's it's titled the phantom menace which kind of alludes to an unknown menace mm. kind of in the background a mystery that is discovered over the course of the movie right mm-hmm. Maybe. You think some of that uh, is what what you're sensing in that? Is that nobody knows who the bad guy really is? I mean, even well, I like one of the, the even one of the last lines in the film uh, is between Yoda and Mace Windu. Yeah, and I remember. Always two there are: a master and apprentice. And Mace says, "But which one was it? The master or the apprentice?" Like the whole, kind of yeah. the whole point of the movie yeah. was discovering this mystery and not knowing anything about it, even at the end of the movie. Right. Mm-hmm. And I like that concept. 
I just think it could have done better in execution. I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, it could have done more with it. So cool. Um, are there any, uh, any additional thoughts, Sean, that you have on the movie, uh, things that you liked? Did you like the uh, lightsaber duels, Sean? Yeah. Yeah, I did. What? Yeah. What'd you think of Darth Maul? Was he scary? No, he wasn't really. He just kind of fell not really used a lot. He's just kind of there, and then for the what? And then for the lightsaber duel, and then he died. Yeah, died like a chump, right? Cut in half yeah. by Obi Wan Kenobi. But he did kill Qui Gon. How did that make you feel when Qui Gon died? It, it, was, it, it was, yeah. I, all I have to say is, uh, okay. Like, do we really even care about this guy? Not, not too much. No. Yeah, Sean, yeah, you didn't care much for Qui Gon either. Yeah, when he died, it was just huh, okay. Yeah. So it feels like you guys aren't very attached to the characters in this movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They just they just kind of fall flat and just come as boring. Yeah. Everyone everyone except the Emperor. I like I like his Well role. he's not the Emperor yet. Well Papa Palpatine. Papa Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> no but no, that was the only character that was really coherently interesting because he was the puppet master. That's the thing I like about the prequels is that Palpatine is literally puppet mastering the entire story. Right. And that is definitely set up in this movie. Yes, that is true. Because you do get a lot of getting to see. And not everybody who watched this movie understood that Palpatine and the Sith Lord were the same person. Um, not everybody's that rooted in Star Wars lore, but, um, what this movie does do a very good job of is showing both his Sith presence in the background of everything and his Senator Palpatine, uh, presence, um, acting like he's, you know, for the people and whatever, uh, in the public eye. Um, very interesting. Yeah, that that's that's my favorite character in the prequel trilogy, uh, Palpatine. Yeah, and he uses he uses the Trade Federation blockade to set up his ability to convince Queen Amidala to call for a vote of no confidence in the Chancellor, which sets up the opportunity for him to become Chancellor himself. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Cool. Okay. Um, any last thoughts, Sean? Do you have any last thoughts on the movie? Did it make you want to see the next movie, Sean? Yes. Yes, it did. You want to see where the story goes? Yeah. Because you're you're young enough that you're starting to get back into Star Wars after not really caring for it the last couple of years. <laughs> Much the way Aiden was at your age, actually. Um. So, yeah, so you're looking forward to watching Attack of the Clones? Yeah. 
Cool, because we're going to watch that this week because we, oh. we're going to do another review uh, Thursday night. Awesome. Cool. Um, cool. Aiden, do you have any last thoughts on the film before we shut this down? Uh, uh, I just like that Lucas took risks and Jar Jar was very revolutionary and technically the film is brilliant. From a technical standpoint, the film is brilliant. You can absolutely say that. Yeah. It was a huge leap forward in filmmaking mm-hmm. uh, from a digital perspective and from a blockbuster filmmaking perspective, really, really set the table for all the kind of big blockbuster films that we're mm-hmm. seeing now. You are absolutely right. Yep. Yeah. That's how I feel. Cool. Okay. Well, guys, uh, before Thursday, why don't you guys try and watch Attack of the Clones, and uh, we'll we'll try and get you guys back on to uh, give us your thoughts on that film as well. Sound good? Okay. Sounds right. good. Cool. Well, thank good. you guys for sitting down and talking to us on the Sci-Fi Sunday podcast. Thank Woo. you. All right. <laughs> thank you. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. And for those of you who are listening to this episode, be sure to check out our Phantom Menace official sci-fi sunday podcast review uh which we'll be recording after this one so they'll both be online at the same time and uh until next time i'm dave dawson i've been sitting with aiden and sean all right guys we will talk to you all again very very soon